0: Well, good Sunday morning to you. It is Mile High Magazine. I'm Melissa Moore. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the organization Sober AF. You might have heard of it. You're wondering, what is it? Duke Romley, the founder and executive director, on the phone with me this morning. Good morning, Duke.
1: Good morning. How are you? Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thanks for being here. First off, let's tell folks, what is Sober AF? Because when I first heard it, you know, obviously, what I thought AF stood for.
1: Yes. So Sober AF Entertainment is a nonprofit based out of Longmont. Uh, the AF completes our acronym of SAFE, Sober AF Entertainment. SAFE. It can mean a lot of things. It can mean sober and fun entertainment, sober <laughs> alcohol free entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of acronyms for the AF, but we are very Sober AF. So we throw sober sections at music festivals, concerts, sporting events uh we were at the uh, polo Fest, uh the nuggets the avs rocky cu football tsu football um du hockey we'll get discounted seats have a sober section for anyone who wants to take a night off uh and then we throw a sober tailgate beforehand to build community so we are looking to build a secondary culture at music festivals, concerts, and sporting events uh, nationally, but we've done uh, 65 events of which the majority, 50 plus, have been here in Colorado.
0: So how did COVID affect things with everything shutting down and the games and the concerts and all of that? What did you find yourself doing then?
1: Yeah, it was brutal. We had a March 18th uh, Nuggets game, we sold 150 tickets, we were bringing out the game ball with the Attorney General's office, and with uh, Senator Leslie Harrod, and it got canceled, so we had to go virtual, and we threw virtual music festivals last summer, mm-hmm. so we hired artists, put it on Twitch, and we had 40,000 people watch over June, May, June, and July, so we had a lot of eyeballs on it, Um But it's really tough to build that community right now while we're all isolated at home.
0: Right. I mean, communities about getting together and being together. And you're right. So difficult with the pandemic and the isolation.
1: So we're trying to do hybrid events right now. So we were at the Super Bowl with Miss America, the drug czar, the Department of Justice, former NFL players. And about 150 people who all got COVID tested within 48 hours of the event, and then we live streamed it. And we had about 950 live views, of which were treatment centers and recovery residencies and individuals watching this event, along with three musicians. Mm-hmm. So we had three artists. Um, so we're st- we're still doing it. It's every other Thursday we do a live event which we stream on Twitch, um, and we'll put a recovery support speaker in between. Usually one of the artists will talk about their recovery. Mm -hmm. But uh, our next big in-person event, we have 1,000 tickets reserved for June 18th for the Rockies. So we're hosting a recovery appreciation night with the Rockies. June 18th, uh, discounted seats, and we'll throw a wiffle ball tournament beforehand as a community-building event um, so that is kind of the next big movement, and we're asking the community to use our nonprofit status so they can set up their own sober sections this fall mm-hmm. at different events. So we're trying to do a national uh, sober support tailgate movement and sober section movement, and we're calling it a Project 72 because in 2019, 72,000 families lost a loved one to drug overdose hmm. and last year it was 82,000 and we're afraid what 2020 or 2021 to even look like when everyone's finally out of the home. And, um, you know, I think we're all dealing with kind of this mental health of what it looked like when we all were stuck at home right. trying not to catch this, uh, the deadly pandemic. Right.
0: And what did you hear, I mean, as far as for folks trying to stay sober and being at home and being in lockdown? What kind of comments did you hear? What What was your perception of that time?
1: So we believe it's a crisis. We believe that there is a huge relapse going on in the recovery community. Um, it you know kind of came out of right field. It's a community that's usually based on connection, on spiritual beliefs, getting together, and a lot of uh, 12-step clubhouses were closed. Um, And, you know, there was a quick movement to virtual, and it's been super helpful Mm -hmm. for some. But I believe it's a community in crisis that really needs to, you know, know, how do we rally the troops and help each other through this? So uh, there's all kinds of technology. Zoom, obviously. There's clubhouse. Um, there's different podcasts on recovery that I've been utilizing through this. Um, so there's just a lot of different ways, of websites you can go to, to hear 12-step speakers you can download. Um, so I think we're all being creative during this time of how do you stay connected when you're stuck at home trying not to catch this thing and give it to your loved ones, but at the same time alcoholism and drug addiction – Has not gone away.
0: Right. Right. And the stress level went up.
1: Oh, yes. So this is the most stressful year of my life. Right. And just trying to figure out, am I being paranoid? Is this being proper? Right. uh, Social distancing. I visit my parents who are 75 and 78 years old. So I definitely would just hate this idea of giving them COVID and, you know, them... Uh, be, being sick from it. So, you know, I've definitely been uh, very uh, isolated and trying to figure out how do you stay mentally strong during this. Mm-hmm.
0: Very true. And, uh, you know, one of the things, as I kept reading over this past year, alcohol sales were up for people who were just maybe social drinkers before. I mean, alcohol consumption and probably drug consumption from the things I've read were up last year because of the isolation and COVID and who knows what else.
1: So there was $2 billion worth of marijuana sold in the state of Colorado in 2020. So... Two billion dollars of weed was sold, and it's much stronger now. And you can buy much stronger proof weed. So I'm very concerned, just kind of about uh, how do we come out of this stressful time when we alcohol sales has gone up and marijuana sales has gone up. You know, how do we kind of support this community that might be sober curious, might want to take a week off or a month off, but they still want to go to concerts. So that's what we're trying to build the backbone for is a recovery supportive sober supportive community Mm -hmm. with no judgment you don't have to take a pledge you know we just ask you not to be high or drunk at the event and there's some community building beforehand and then uh, ideally we have seats together so you don't have to feel like you're being um, triggered or you're the only one at this event You know, you don't want to feel like the weirdo because you're not drunk or high at an event. There's a community that's out there. We're just trying to be the landing page for it.
0: Right. And how did you know, you and I have talked before and being the founder and the executive director of Sober AF Entertainment. How did you find this need? So I'm
1: at the time was 28 years sober, had a 20 year old daughter, 16 year old son. Uh, My sobriety, what helped me get sober at 21 was a sober support group inside the Great. It made sobriety cool enough that I was able to stay sober long enough to be able to kind of find my path of recovery. Fast forward 28 years later, I'm watching my daughter and her friends. um, She was texting me from Red Rocks that all of her friends had, uh, she wanted to take an Uber home and then she finally told me all of her friends had taken ecstasy. And my son, at the same time, his best friend, had gotten a hold of a marijuana brownie that had too much THC in it. And he ended up in an ambulance, and the cops were called. And um, I just thought, it's kind of ridiculous. These kids seem to have no other culture besides this ecstasy culture at music concerts and festivals and the beer pong at sporting events, and which is fine but they're underage, how do we kind of support them through this stage? So we came up with this idea of hosting the silver support tailgates beforehand at the places they want to be, and we did a couple of events, and we quickly were selling 150 tickets to a Rockies game and thought, you know what, there might be a need and a real want for this. So we've been doing it for about three years. We've had uh, about 4,100 people attend in person, and we've had over 40,000 attend virtually to the 65 events that we've done. Um, and we think kind of coming out of COVID, there will be a greater need and a, hopefully a greater want for a sober community at these events uh, for people who are sober curious or um, are just kind of looking for a community that wants to connect, um, but not over alcohol and drugs.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do you combat the stereotypes that to party is fun and to be sober is boring?
1: Yes, which is the number one stigma issue. The reason why people relapse is over self pity, that this fact that my life is over. And I mean, there is a reality too, there's a little extra awkwardness to sobriety at an event, right? We drink to be able to kind of cut off a little bit of this awkward feeling. So. What we've learned is if we can help people through the first 10 minutes of an event by having cornhole, by having whipple ball, by having a big screen TV, just something that kind of makes it a little easier to transition into the uh, the meeting other people um, is really the goal of what we've done. So to your point, uh, there is this huge stigma about this idea of getting sober means the funds over. And we are out there proving that that's not the case by having a sober support section at the Rockies on New Year's Eve, and then two hours later we had a sober support tent at Decadence, which is this giant music festival in downtown Denver, and we were there till four thirty in the morning, you know, supporting anyone who wanted uh, to have fun sober uh, at a music festival. So, I think we do it by doing at the places the kids want to do it. And it has to be super fun and just as much fun as somebody else's. It cannot be the lame uh, sober tailgate it has to be you know pretty much out of control, super fun where there's a lot of people having a lot of fun and a lot of activities
0: so how so this is all going on right now who are your who's your target audience when you are doing these sober AF events
1: so I would say our target audience is Typically, a, somebody in their 20s, 30s, looking to have fun at the places that they like to go to, but don't feel comfortable going uh, by themselves or going. Uh, don't know if they have a sober community. So, uh, really, we have no age requirements. Um, our only requirement is that you're sober at the event. And uh, we're you know, looking to add, invite more and more people to join us a very family-friendly environment. Uh, people can bring up tons of friends. Like I said, there's no sobriety pledge that we ask for.
0: Right, right. And what do you hear from the folks that come to your Sober AF events?
1: So people are just blown away that there's actually a community. You know, the uh, Avalanche give us a boardroom. The Nuggets give us a boardroom that we can host these events in beforehand. Um, we do a big Sober tailgate at a... Uh, Sober Gym, that's about five blocks away from Coors Field. Um, So I think people are just kind of blown away. They didn't know that this was out there.
0: All right, Duke Runley, the executive director and founder of Sober AF Entertainment. For folks who want more information, maybe to go to the Rockies game here coming up with you guys, or maybe just about upcoming events online or in person, where do they go? How do they sign up?
1: So go to our website, SoberAFE.com. You can also go to our Facebook page, Sober AF Entertainment, and those are the two places that you'll see our calendar of upcoming events, and you'll also see a lot of videos of past events that we've done.
0: And is that also where they can buy tickets to the upcoming Rockies game?
1: Correct. That link is not live yet, so when the Rockies make it live, we'll be able to uh, sell those tickets at a discount on that website, and there'll be all the information. Um, So... Ideally, everything on the website, you can go in and purchase the tickets for our section right there.
0: Okay, great. Duke Rumley, founder and executive director of Sober AF AF Entertainment, thanks so much for being here this morning.
1: You got it. Thank you so much for caring about your audience. We appreciate you reaching out to us. Absolutely.
0: It was a pleasure talking to you, Duke. Okay, you too. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Hope you have a great Sunday. For more information, you can always go to the radio station's website. But go out, have a great day, be blessed, and be kind to everyone.